Welcome to Superman Cinema Revisited. I'm your host, Matthew T. Cody, but you can call me Matt. Today, we are going to be looking at the Fleischer short, Superman. It's simply called Superman, as it is the pilot. Later, it has been called The Mad Scientist. So I would recommend watching it first. If you haven't, I would stop watch it and come back if you're mil- if you're familiar with it stay with me here we go i'm going to hit play now and this is just kind of my commentary track i'll turn down the volume all the way here and this this is just something kind of neat i found it's on it's a history flashback and it, this was superman's first ever appearance on screen and this was on December 26th, 1941, that this debuted in cinemas. Very exciting. First time that there was little trivia. I'm also looking at some IMDb facts here. There's a first time that uh, Superman... In 1938, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster sold the rights for Superman to Detective Comics for $130, which is $2,300 today. Crazy. That always blows me away when I hear that. And, like I said, this is a history flashback that... Sorry, I was looking for this trivia. Okay, I found it. It's on YouTube, and that's also a good place to find the shows if you haven't been able to find them. They're widely available. I think I have them on a few VHS tapes, actually. This cartoon was made by Fleischer Studios, who also produced Popeye the Sailor and Betty Boop. And Superman was the title character's cinematic debut. It was also the first superhero animation. Which, since you got to figure, Superman's only about three year old, three years old here. Beware, you fools! My electro ray strikes tonight at twelve. Total destruction will come to those who laughed at me and failed to heed my warnings. Beware! I strike at midnight. And that is a note from the mad scientist. 
but uh, so this is kind of like reminds me of VH1 pop-up video. This must be a thing that they put on the History Channel where they just are playing the cartoon, but they're also having a few interesting facts that they put up. But I would definitely watch an unfiltered cut as it's originally supposed to be. This film was nominated for a 1941 Academy Award but lost to Disney's Linda Paw. I'll have to watch Disney's Linda Paw, but I don't see how this could be beat. And... Fleischer Studios produced eight more Superman cartoons before going out of business in 1942. And I heard there's an alternate version of this. In the scene in the editor's office, when Lois Lane runs off to follow up her lead, Clark Kent originally asked Perry White, don't you think that's a dangerous mission for a girl? In most current prints, the scene is cut so the line now ends on the word mission. And I looked and saw, and this one does actually end on the word mission doesn't have that too dangerous for a girl doesn't have the for a girl part this cartoon cost fifty thousand dollars to make which is like nine hundred thousand dollars today and this the mad scientist has like a bird sidekick which is quite fun the mad scientist was voiced by jack mercer who also performed Popeye and later Felix the Cat. And then this History Channel thing does have an ad here. But it's real quick. Oh, it can skip to video, but I'm not going to skip to video. I'll just talk more about the cast. Bud Collier as Superman. Joan Alexander as Lois Lane. Julie Noah as Perry White. And Jackson Beck as the narrator does an outstanding job and the Superman's shield in this series is on a black field a red S inside a yellow pentagram and it's not like the super stylized S like we have now it's just kind of an S nice font I really want to get that on a t-shirt golden age Superman Lois Lane is flying in a plane in this she flew a plane to find the mad scientists well she's falling up a lead but she actually went right to the mad scientists Lois Lane debuted in the same issue as Superman action comics number one in 1938 and now Lois is being tied up, or is bound and tied. And the, right there, when the bird kind of just nods to Lois, I love that part. And then I'm so this ray that shoots out to this built, or he's demonstrating the destructive of the ray right at this bridge and destroys a part of this bridge it's it's got the radio so Clark Kent's classic look man I would really love it if uh, they could possibly 
I, I like how the reporters all have cigarettes. Well, not all, but I mean, a lot of them have cigarettes. And then Clark is sneaking away because that bridge that was destroyed, he heard about it. He goes into the stockroom to change into Superman. Kind of peeks his head out and makes sure nobody's there. And then he just jumps out the window. This was the first time Superman was shown flying. He could only leap tall buildings in the original comics. Shown flying. He did fly in the radio show. But I would love it if we could take those radio shows and animate them in this style. That would be my preferred way to see the radio shows brought to life. Of course, Fleischer Studios, having went out of business in 1942, Superman's City of Metropolis was inspired by the 1927 silent film Metropolis by Fritz Lang. And I am going to have to watch that. And Citizen Kane came out this same year, 1941. And it mentioned, like, Superman's origin in the beginning of this. In the style we're familiar with, like, faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive able to leap tall buildings in a single bound, and that's Jackson Beck's narration. Lex Luthor, Superman's arch enemy, made his debut in Action Comics number 23 in 1940. That has really nothing to do with this episode. Superman's vulnerability to kryptonite was revealed in the Superman radio series in 1943. Spoiler. Okay, I guess this isn't just comments about this episode. It's more general Superman comments but perhaps it's sticking to golden age facts but I love Lois's look in this because she was you know she got in that plane to fly so she has like a flyer helmet hat on and Superman just ties a knot with this barrel and the pressure builds up so that the gun that or this death ray or what euthanasia ray electrophasia ray I'm trying to remember what it's called but uh just blows up it's so crazy and um the stuff's raining down on the mad scientist and he's trying to get out of there and superman's untying lois and the bird kind of gets a feather singed or something. So they all do make it outside as the tower collapses. Superman catches the mad scientist. <laughs> and then um could he And then he throws him in the jail cell. Superman has appeared in over 14,000 comics with total sales of over 600 million issues. Wow. And then there's a nice Superman captures Mad Scientist headline. And Lois Lane got the story. And I love it. 
she's like, thanks to Superman, and then Clark winks to the camera. And that is where we end our episode. You might be wondering now, hey, Matt, what was that all about? Because I thought that uh, your this was a Superman radio revisited. Well, here you go, folks. April Fool's Day. I recorded this on April 1st, 2021. Or right before it, and I'm going to release it on April 1st, 2021. <laughs> so, we will be back to the radio serial next time but i just wanted to have an episode about the i couldn't i just wanted to have an episode about the theatrical shorts and really i would have incorporated them into the radio show coverage as i got to them like september 26 1941 but i thought you know that's kind of fun Let's just do an episode. Sorry I wasn't that prepared, but I wanted to get it out there before April 1st hit. So I will release it. It's just going to be a short one. Hopefully you thought it was fun. And maybe we'll talk about it more in detail as we get closer to that. With the radio show, if I do. But uh, hopefully I do. Hopefully this podcast is gaining traction. But uh, since the show is Superman Radio Revisited normally, I will say that we, are, we have a Facebook group. We do have, uh, we're on Twitter, at Radio Superman. You can send me a voice message to the show on the Anchor app, which I can read on the air. Or you, I can play it on the air, rather. And that is... Oh, I'm also on Instagram. Superman was created... Oh, thanks for listening to Superman Cinema Revisited. And the theme song was Escape from Krypton by Man's Ear. I hope you have a great April Fool's Day. And I know you might not be listening to this on April Fool's Day. Perhaps you discover it years down the road on November 3rd. Whatever it is. Have a great day. Thank you and goodbye. Superman was created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster and is copyright DC Comics. I pity the fool.